we are all uniquely gifted and the moment you find your own unique strengths your own unique contribution to this world you will succeed success comes with time it comes with effort and comes with time it might not happen tomorrow it might not happen next week remember slow growth is still growth stay consistent take action and never give up Welcome to yet another episode of the Next Level on Purpose podcast. I am so excited today because I have a very special guest who you'll be meeting in a short time. One of the things that I promised you is that we will get real, authentic stories in here. And that's the whole essence behind why this podcast was created, so that we can meet real trailblazing professional women who are doing amazing things in this world from a space of authenticity, from a place of genuineness, and above all, from a place of purpose. So this time around, we have the amazing Lynn Kanyawan-Glovu. Lynn is an Instagram marketing strategist, a mompreneur. She helps startup entrepreneurs to market and monetize their brands on Instagram without getting burnt out or feeling overwhelmed. Lynn lives in London with her husband and her two-year-old son, Miles. Lynn started her entrepreneurship journey as a solopreneur a year and a half ago whilst on maternity leave, and she felt the need to transition from her regular day job. You'll get to hear a little more about that in a short while. Lynn describes herself as an easygoing person, and I can definitely concur with that. She loves music and enjoys dancing around with her son, Miles. Her other loves include walking, reading, traveling, and hiking. Welcome, Lynn! Yes, wow. Thank you very much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are very, very delighted to have you. And, you know, as I shared with the audience, we bring trailblazing women who I know have another level on their name. So today we just want to hear a little about you, Lynn. Just give us a bit of background. I can tell, you know, your accent is not yes. British. It's <laughs> British. So give us a bit of, of background about who you are and where you came from, just a little snippet of your backstory. Of course. Well, thank you. I'm Lynn Kanyawandlovu, and I am originally from Zimbabwe. I came to the United Kingdom back in 1999. I moved here. Uh, my mom was here. So we moved here to join her and she was in Scotland. So I had to finish my high school in Scotland. And then I proceeded to go on and uh, started to study nursing. I did my degree there. And that's how my nursing journey started in, um, in Scotland. After about four years working as a nurse um, in, um, in Edinburgh, I decided that I wanted to go traveling. So my first stop was London. Oh. <laughs> yes. I came to London and then I loved it. I fell in love with the city and 12 years later, I'm still in London. <laughs> and I am enjoying myself still in London. I I know I had planned to go see the world, but I still travel. I just go, but I'm based in London now. And um, yeah, and I live with my husband. So I, I got married. I went back to Zimbabwe. We got married. We, he came, joined me here in London. And two years ago, we were blessed with the son. And I've never looked back. Excellent. 
we'll get a little bit deeper into your story, Lynn. And, you know, you've shared with us that you are a nurse um, in London. Yes. And I can only imagine the long hours, the late nights, the early mornings, the pressure. And I believe you are working as an ICU nurse. That's correct. Would you like to give us a little glimpse into what your life was as a nurse until you reached the point where you're like, Honestly, this is just not sustainable anymore. What are some of the things you experienced in nursing? Give us a glimpse into um, life as a nurse. All right. Okay. I will start with life as a nurse. I was doing, uh, we do long hour shifts. That's like 12 and a half, 18 hour shifts. I was doing, I was working on long days. I was working nights. I was working weekends. I was working any day of the week. It depend on what schedule they gave me. And I had to follow that schedule. I was working in one of the top um, hospitals in London, very busy. Because uh, London is such a big city. So it's yes. extremely an intensive care unit, extremely busy. By the time I leave work and go get home, I'm lucky if I was able to keep my eyes open because I was that tired. And tomorrow, again, it was another day <laughs> of facing mm. the same thing. So I've been doing that for uh, the past 15 years. And then that's when I got pregnant. And I continued to work until I went on maternity leave. Six months into my maternity leave, that's when I, I really, I was due to go back because my maternity leave was nine months. In three months time, I would have been going back to work. That's when I looked at my son and I thought of the long hours, the nights I have to work and I thought about childcare. My husband works Monday to Friday, this full time as well. And I wanted to be there for my son. I wanted to see every little milestone. And I wanted to see him when he takes his first step. I wanted to be there when he says his first word. And I didn't want to miss that. And that's how it all started. <laughs> so what was his first word, Lynn? Mama, of course. Yes, <laughs> Mama decided to stay, stay home and be with him. <laughs> So, Lean, I can only imagine here you are, you have made up your mind that you're not going to go back to nursing immediately. And I can only imagine the thoughts that were going through your mind, like what next for me? Please share with us how you made the steps before you tell us what you transitioned to. How did you know that, you know, I now will not go back to nursing, but it's time for me to look into something else? What did you do so that you can start preparing yourself for your next transition? Of course. Um, the first was prayer. Lots of praying because I, I, I believe in God. I'm a Christian and God first. Mm. So everything that I do, I have to consult with my Lord and my Savior. So I had to pray. I did a lot of prayer. Um, I will say I tried to do things on my own, but I had to. That's when I realized that I need help. That's how um, I started and that's how I made the decision. When I started uh, my journey online, I quickly realized, which I'm grateful for, because God was showing me that I can't go this on my own. So that was one of the first things that I did. I realized that, okay, I need help. I need someone to point me in the right direction of how I can, you know, create a life where I am home with my son. Most of the times I am there for him and I'm not, you know, in, in running through the, the schedules and I'm not working on somebody else's schedule, but creating my own. So what is the help? What does that help look like? Because you've talked about help. Oh, yes. I had to invest in myself. I sought the help of a coach. <laughs> and that was a huge one. Yes, I was cold. I it was a call. It was like God pointed me to you. That is so beautiful. And Lynn, many people resist getting help. Many people do not see the need for a coach because they're like, oh, what, are these, what is this person going to tell me that I don't know myself? And I just want you to share with us, why did you feel that 
what did you get out of the coaching that you can say is so tangible that for you is a definite no-brainer? It's funny you say that because um, I, at that point, I had become the queen of YouTube. <laughs> YouTube became my university. That's how YouTube University was born for me because I was constantly on YouTube trying to find answers, trying to find uh, strategies. But I could not find it because there are things that you cannot find on YouTube. There are things that you need someone who has walked that journey you want to walk, who has been there through it all, the lows, the highs, you know, because there is no um, business that's going to sail through. There's nothing like that. Everything just goes through the lows, the highs, the, you know, the failures. So I needed someone who has been there and to point me in that right direction. And that's how I, um, I sought the help of a coach. Yes. And as we worked together, Lynn, what did you settle on? What area, you know, I've shared it in the intro, but how did you end up settling on the area that you're working in? Tell us a little about that. Of course. Um, at the time, I, like I said, I was relying on YouTube and, you know, today I'll be saying I want to be a blogger. Tomorrow I want to be, <laughs> I want to be a mom, you know, mom's show off my mom lifestyle. And tomorrow I want to, you know, do beauty stuff. And tomorrow I, I was confused. <laughs> That's what. And then um, when we had our first session, we brainstormed, very important. We brainstormed, we looked at the things that I was good at. Mm -hmm. Before, like when we first met, I was online, but I was working for someone else. I was not a solopreneur then, but I had had a glimpse of working of uh, social media marketing. So I then thought I can expand on this. At least I know this. So that's how we, we came up with Insta. And we needed to be more niche rather than saying social media because I'm just starting. It was so, Social media is so huge. You've got so many platforms and they have different audiences there. So it was best for me to niche it down and we settled for Instagram marketing. Wonderful. And now as an Instagram marketing expert, what are some of the things that you have found that are unique to that industry or to that specific niche that you're like, wow, this blows my mind on a day-to-day -day basis? Just give us an idea of what it is to be an Instagram marketing specialist and what makes you unique in your area. Wow, that question is, uh, that's, a, that's a very good question. What I have realized is that there is opportunity for everyone, mm. which I had not even realized myself. At first, I thought, oh, there's so many people who are doing this. But then I realized, actually, there are people who are looking for me to help them with their brands, to market and monetize and help them with some of the strategies that I've learned along the way. And what makes me unique? I am very attention to detail when it comes to, to business. I love working one-to-one -one with, uh, you know, the clients and really get into the meat and potatoes of your business and really, you know, get it out, get the brand, you know, done correctly and, and really get to understand what your brand is all about. And then uh, we put it out there and then magic starts to happen. Magic starts to happen. Lynn, you know, I think about the nurses in, in the hospital and in ICU. And I think one of the biggest things that a nurse has to do is that she has to take very specialized and individualized attention to her patient. When you're looking at after somebody who is critically ill, you can't afford to play around with it, can you? And I have a strong hunch that a lot of that meticulous nature, because obviously you have to make sure that this patient gets the right dose of medicine. They're given That's the right. right pills. They're given That's the pills right. in the right duration. You know, if, if the, it's meant to be every two hours, it can't be two hours, 30 minutes. It's two hours. Right. You know, monitoring That's their blood pressure. All this, I'm of course taking a guess, but I believe I'm on the right path here. You're right? on the right path. Ensuring that they, 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 they're getting the right attention, even in terms of their mental state, talking life into them, wishing them well, and you know, it's really right. helping them. So, 
I personally, when I did my own transition and I've shared this in previous podcasts, I found that there are very, there are some things which I never thought would apply from my corporate job that I was able to transfer into my business. So I would want to hear what are some of the pieces from your nursing that you've been able to bring in as transferable skills into your digital marketing business? Thank you. Um, One of the main things is communication. Very important, especially as a nurse, to communicate, to have good communication skills. Because you're dealing with someone who's very sick. They are, you know, the decisions that you make, the how you communicate things could affect them in a very bad way. So communication, I've learned to communicate very well with uh, with my clients. Organized, you have to stay organized. You have to stay, like you say, every medication has to be given on time, especially antibiotics. You can't afford to you know, give them later or early. They have to be on time for them to work properly. And you're dealing with a very, very sick patient who has got a million other infusions and medications going in there, trying to help them. So you have to stay organized. So I, I learned that in my business, I have to be organized because I am. It's not only my business, but it's also other business I'm working with. Imagine if I have a client call and say, "Oh no, you have to wait because I have to do this. I have to do. I can't afford to do that." Time, they say, time is money. So I have to stay, um, stay organized. Uh, communication, and one of the things I want to talk about is customer service. Not only are we dealing, or was I dealing with with uh, patients? I'm also dealing with the family. Yeah. How you interact with them, how you because they are also going through a tough time seeing their loved one so ill. It's not, it's not, um, it's very hard. So um you have to be very empathetic and you have to show great uh, service to them. So customer service, it is of importance. Someone emails you today and you take, you know, a week later you respond. <laughs> Someone is needing your attention and you don't, um, you know, talk to them or you you don't deliver your promises. You promise them you're going to do A, B, C and D. You have to deliver that. So customer services is of importance. Those are some of the skills, yes, I have taken with me on board, you know, from my nursing career. I love it. And on that note, I'd want to hear from you, Lynn, what is the most important mindset shift that you've had to make? Because I always say this, an entrepreneurial mindset is very different from a corporate mindset. When you're working in the corporate space, right, you know, at the end of the month, you're going to get a salary. Oh, yeah. you, you you know, whatever it is that you do, you know, your money is coming in on a specific date. You know, your yeah. hours are from this time to this time. You know who you report to. Like, it's a very structured way of living, right? But yes. as an entrepreneur, we have sometimes moments of what we call feast and famine. Money mm-hmm. comes in, sometimes it doesn't come in. You know, sometimes you have you have expectations regarding client work. It doesn't go that way. And That's sometimes right. you can get disappointments. And I keep telling people that if, there's, if you want to mature very quickly in life, become an entrepreneur. You have no oh, yeah. time for childish behavior when you're oh, an entrepreneur yeah. because so many things are really dependent on you. Your decision-making abilities have to be on point. You That's cannot right. afford to be emotionally swayed by what's happening left, right, and center. So I want to hear from you. What's the most important mindset shift that you've learned as an entrepreneur? The first one is that you are running your own race. Yes. Run it at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Because we see a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people who are successful, for example, in my industry. And you want to um, emulate what they are doing. And then you forget that they have a team behind them. They've been doing this for years. I have seen posts that says, um, I went to six figures in in, in 90 days. I uh, went to six figures in five months. I was booked out within three months when I started. And you are just thinking, Wow, it is now three months. I haven't got a client. It is now um, six months. I am um, nowhere near them. 
what is going on with me? But you have to remember this is your own race, it's your own pace, and everyone is at different stages of, of their journeys. And then what you realize also is that some of these people, they have done all these um, things that you're doing before. They had businesses that failed and they restarted and it worked in their favor. And now they, it is easy for them to sell through. But now you are comparing yourself to them. So don't. another one is don't compare yourself to anyone you see in your same industry. Just run your journey at your own pace. Success comes at different levels. It is okay. If yours is taking long, it's okay. <laughs> as long as you keep going. Yeah, and the recognition that success is inevitable. So yes. long as you don't stop, so long as you don't give up, success yes. is inevitable. And you see, what you've just said about what I call slaying in your lane is so critical. Because oh, people yes. are looking to the left, to the right, and in the end, what comes up is spirits of confusion. You don't even know what to do anymore because you're so busy following somebody else and getting confused by them. You lose track of your own mission, your own vision. You start getting so overwhelmed with what you're not doing as you try to run somebody else's race. And what happens is what you're trying to save people from. You start seeing very exhausted people. So one of the things that you've repeatedly said to me, and I've had you say this to your clients, is that it is so important for you to concentrate on what we call the money generating activities, right? As a building, it's so important that your mind is more on creation rather than consuming because most people are so busy consuming like you said you are in youtube university dr google you are referring (laughs) to you know all the time (laughs) and these are the things that really make people not succeed because you're so busy consuming content that you have no time to create you have no time to get into the element or to get into your own natural cycle of creation because we all have a a cycle of creation. Like I know when I'm in flow and when I'm out of flow, when I'm in flow is when I can write five emails at a go. And and another day I wake up and I'm not even going to do anything. Why? Because I'm not in that zone. So what I want to hear from you, Lynn, is what do you feel is your most important personality trait and strength that has kept you up until where you are right now? And then what are some of the important personality traits and strengths that would help someone to be successful as an entrepreneur? The first one is believing in myself. That is played a huge role in you know in my success and continuing is to believe that I can do it is to believe that this is like I say this is my risk God is with me God did not put me here for me to fail he said I want to help you but I have to believe in him and I have to believe in myself so um is having the belief and um also understanding that failure is part of success. Yes. It's okay to fail. And that's what has kept me going because we make mistakes. That's fine. It's not the end of the world. Just keep going. You learn from them. Uh, just sometimes you, um, when, when things hit you hard and you fall, that's fine. You can go and cry. Tomorrow, wipe your tears and get back up. <laughs> And, and start walking and start and keep going as long as you 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 don't stop and um some of the things that that have helped me is my like I said self um self development I've worked so hard on my self development I've mm. invested in that that has helped me a lot especially when it, when it comes to believing in myself when it comes to understanding that it's okay where I am I am where I'm supposed to be where I am I am who God says I am. Mm -hmm. I am not what social media says (laughs) I am. I am not what um, other people are saying out there. I am who God says I am. And another one that I have been, um, other things I've been doing is if it did not come from God, because the, the voices in your head, 
when they start kicking in and playing in your mind, oh boy, <laughs> those voices, they can convince you to a lot of things. But mm-hmm. now I've learned that if it did not come from God, shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. That inner judge is so critical. Yes. That inner judge can really, really mess up with your mind. And I'm so yeah. happy you've raised that because a lot of people give up on their businesses because, number one, they let that inner judge take over. Oh, they yeah. let imposter syndrome, feeling like, oh, my goodness, who am I to even do this, come in. Why? Because, as you said, they're so busy running other people's races and looking at what other people are doing that they start yeah. feeling uh, inadequate. But you said something so powerful that we are all uniquely gifted. And the Mm -hmm. moment you find your own unique strengths, your own unique uh, contribution to this world and stick with it for sure, for sure, without, you know, as the the same way they sunrise and the same way they sunset, you will succeed. And I can tell you for a fact, Lynn, I've watched your journey. One thing I love about you is that you do not give up. One thing I like about you is that you're always smiling, always happy, no matter what. And that composed energy is very, very magnetic to your clients. Thank you. There is a unique purpose and divine calling that only you can feel in this world. As a trailblazing professional, it is very likely that you are extremely gifted. You have a lot of talents, skills, and experiences that you bring to the table. You are multi-passionate and have lots and lots of bright ideas and amazing contributions to share with the world. But sometimes you feel very overwhelmed as you're not too sure where to start and what to focus on. You need a clear strategy and a step-by-step action plan to support you. Do not worry, I get it. Why? Because I was there. Your purpose is as unique as you are and will definitely evolve as you move through life. And sometimes it's the most unconventional path that could lead you to your true north. This journey can sometimes be very hazy and ambiguous, and you'll find that you desire to have someone who gets it a companion on this journey, someone objective, non-judgmental, but knowledgeable, someone who took their own leap of faith into the unknown and came out safely on the other side to walk closely with you, someone compassionate, but also unbiased, who can really help you see your areas of strength and help you figure out what and where to pay attention to, help you see your blind spots and what to leverage on in whichever season of life you're in. If you're serious about creating your life by design, not by default, then let's speak. Please go to the show notes and you'll find a link to schedule your 30-minute complimentary clarity call with me. Go on, do it. Best decision you will make. So I want to ask a couple of questions and as we lead up to hearing more about what it is that you do, but I want to get this from you. What is one piece of advice you'd give to someone thinking about leaving the safety and the comfort of their corporate job to go into full-time entrepreneurship? I want them to understand that challenges are going to be there because remember, like you said in the beginning, you are now owning your own business. You are the admin, you are the manager, you are the (laughs) social media (laughs) expert as well. You are everything, you're the accountant, you are everything. You have to make some sacrifices. So don't give up, keep going. And I will keep coming back. Run at your own pace. And there's a a quote that I like that says, slow growth is still growth. Even though you might be, you know, seeing that very slow success, that is still success. (laughs) So keep focused, stay focused, stay dedicated and, and keep going. The other thing I also want to add on to this, Joan, is that you are going to see that there's a lot of people doing what you're doing. 
Mm-hmm. But there is room for you. Believe me that. When you go to a big supermarket and you go to the bread section, look at their different brands that do bread, that make bread. A lot of them. And none of them are out of business. All of them are thriving. Why is that? Because they've got their own certain customer. So it's okay. You're going to see a lot of people doing what you do. That's okay. You are going to, you have someone, God is going to send you your own clients. You have, you know, particular clients that are meant for you. So do not be discouraged when you feel like, oh, I'm not going to get clients because everyone is doing what I'm doing. There's nothing like that. There's a lot of makeups out there, but do you use them all? No. No. <laughs> exactly. You only have got certain whether you're using Fenty, whether you're using Chanel, whether you're using um what's the other one? Charlotte. We all got different preferences. And they are still in business. So I wanted to point that out as well. In fact, they are all in business in the same store. So yes. when I walk in boots, I walk into a boots store, I have access to all these makeup ranges, all of them competing against each other. But none is jealous of the other because they, they have their clients. They have the people who are there. And one of the things you've touched on that I really want to emphasize is people should be very aware about jealousy, comparison, and envy. And I yes. found that a lot of uh, people, you know, men and women, but women more so because that's the audience I speak to a lot, sometimes get so jealous of someone else's success without realizing that you don't know half the things the person is struggling with that you're jealous about and the (laughs) efforts that they are putting in the background that you do not see. We have the iceberg effect. You're only seeing what is above the iceberg. You're not seeing the, the sleepless nights. You're not seeing the millions of coaches they are working with. You're not seeing the tears. You're not seeing the broken funnels. We launch right. something and it's unsuccessful, and nobody's seeing all that. You run if you if you run Facebook ads or you have any other sort of advertising. You put material out. Nobody's listening. People do not see that stuff. They Only don't. when you've reached the point of success, they start yes. seeing that and they start feeling jealousy and envy without knowing how no. that, you know, this is what you're seeing now in the spotlight is 10, 15 years in the background. In the, oh, yeah. And that, you know, you've been hidden in the soil literally. That's when a seed is put in the ground, you you know you don't know what the activity that has been happening underneath the soil, That's and correct. you don't know the 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 extreme pressure that is happening in the soil, that mm-hmm. is you know trying to give it the right environment, the right nutrients, but the seed is uncomfortable in the soil, and then suddenly it shoots out of the soil, and you're like, oh. Look at this beautiful plant. <laughs> but nobody knows the extreme heat, the pressure, the everything that was happening under the soil. And that's the same thing that is happening with us. And for that's me, right. I keep saying to myself, nobody knows my journey. Nobody knows my client's journey more than themselves. And that's why this podcast is here, to be able to really shed to light the real stuff. I want to say what you've touched on really, you know, you hit the nail there because... People come to me and say, I could never do what you do. I say, no, I don't want you to do what I do. I want you to do what you can do. Because when I started this, if you remember, I was breastfeeding. I remember very well, Lynn. I'm breastfeeding. The other hand is kind of, you know, on the computer. I am typing this. I'm doing that. I sleepless nights. You know, my son was not sleeping even after the four month mark. With they say when you start giving them solids, they sleep better. I was not that lucky. He kept sleeping to every two hours. He wakes up. During the day, I'm almost like a zombie (laughs) and I have a business to run. I'm trying to stay organized, to stay on top of that. So I had to compromise uh, sometimes because they say when the baby sleeps, you have to sleep. But there are some times I just have to make those compromises and here we are now. So you don't despise people's um, or don't be jealous people's success because you would not want to be in their shoes. I like that. You would want to be in their shoes. And of course, I got to experience some of those compromises because sometimes you'd actually tell me, Joanna, I have hardly slept. 
and we had yeah. to wait for the baby to sleep so that we could have our coaching call. Yes. But you are always there, always determined to not only learn what it is that I was teaching you, but also implementing it. And Lynn, you know, I didn't, for me, I'm like, Lynn has to do it. Whether it was in the middle of the night or early in the morning, she had to yeah. find a system that works for her. So why then would you turn around and be be jealous of Lynn's success for someone who has not slept for a whole year? You understand what I mean? Yes. And that's such an important piece that your journey is yours. You don't know half the time that the trials and the tribulations that people are going through. And that's why it's so important for you to honor your own journey and to know whatever your contribution is, is your contribution. Let the other person oh, yeah. contribute in their way. So oh, Lynn, yes. I know that part of uh, the work that we've done together as you've built you have something very beautiful that you have launched this year. And I'd want yes. you to share a little about that because I know that you work very hard, very, very hard. And you've had something that you, you've you launched for your clients. Would you want oh, to yes. tell us very briefly what this, what you have brought into your array of products and services this year? Of course. Thank you. So I uh, launched a membership content planning and execution membership. How that came about, I normally plan my content on Sundays and I was in Joanne's masterclass. So I decided to start inviting the ladies to come and uh, plan together, brainstorm and, and, and put our content out there. And the ladies loved it. And they were like, no, we need, we need this this has to continue. So that's how it came about. It was tried and tested. And yes, it works because we realized that sometimes trying to do it on your own, you get brain freeze. You end up just looking at the computer, nothing to write. You don't know where to start. But when you have that one accountability too, when you have someone to brainstorm with, it makes creating content so much easier. So I decided to launch a membership you come in, we meet um, three times a week, we brainstorm, we look for ideas, how can we move our content forward, what is missing, what can you add on, you know, support each other. And yes, and, and it's going great. That's the program I launched here. Yeah, thank you. Why I really wanted you to share about that program is because people think it's so hard to find something that works for you. But look, Lynn started with zero expectation. She yes. was in my mastermind, still is, uh, works with me, and decided, oh my goodness, here we are. We have to create content every week. Why don't we do it together? And out oh, yes. of serving with no expectations whatsoever, something was born out of that. What I tell my clients most of the time is start from a place of service. Because once you come from a place of service and and purity of motive and intention, oh, yeah. you will naturally be rewarded and money will come on the back of that. So right That's now, right. Lynn, um, I want to congratulate you very much for your content creation membership. Thank you're you. You're doing really well. Your clients absolutely love this membership. Why? Because it's, it's a membership from the heart. And all you do is really sit and brainstorm with them, not cookie cutter ways. Ways no. that are so targeted to their individual industries. That's right. And that this is where creativity comes in. Most people want to be like other people. Sometimes you go to Instagram and you see the perfectly curated um, timeline. I don't know yeah. what you call it. And you can see that this person is looking for perfection. But one of the things that I've seen you say all the time is let's see your personality. Let's see you. Popping, let's see what it is that you stand for. Yes. I want to hear three tips that you could give to people who are content creators that they can apply in their businesses because, you know, that's your area of expertise. And we have people who are content creators, but they're like, oh, what can I do to make my content stand out a little more? What can I do to be more visible on the online space? So just give us three quick tips that we can apply today. And I'm one of the beneficiaries will definitely run with them. Awesome. Okay. The first one is be your authentic self. 
I, I have to mention this as, as the first one. When you decide to put yourself out there, be your authentic self because people want to see the real you. Like you said, everyone is doing the same thing as everyone. Uh, you know, there's lots of trends now, there's TikTok. People are tired. People just want to see the real you. Another tip I want to give is that on the days when you're feeling more creative, write down as much as you can. Write down if it, whether it is your designs or um, go to Canva and create those designs. If it's just content, if your juices are flowing, go and write it. Don't miss that opportunity. Because what happens, what I've been seeing is that we force ourselves to create content. Maybe you're tired. You've come back from work. You've just watched Netflix and there's nothing there. You don't know where to start. That's how you end up with a blank screen. But when you're feeling in the zone that, okay, today I'm going to create content, run with that. You have to do it when you are feeling a little bit more more creative. And uh, research, 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 research. Your industry, what is going on? What is the latest news? What tips can you give them? How can you help your client? I think those those are the main tips I want to leave with you. Research, it's going to help you a lot when it comes to create. Um, yeah, because we have to be relevant in our industry. Yeah. I've heard people posting content that is from 1986. And I'm like, <laughs> do you remember we're in 2022? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember yeah, why, what, what is trending in 2022? Which is why you have to stay on top of That's researching it. and finding out what's going on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, 2022, 2023, whenever you're listening to this podcast, right? 2025, who knows? You have yeah. to be in tune with the, with what's happening in your industry. You cannot be complacent. You can't no. sit there with your arms folded like this and say that, oh, uh, whatever happened in 1982 is relevant. No, it doesn't work like that, you know. No. Yes, some elements can be picked. Like, for example, I absolutely love working now with the late Bob Proctor, and he's been in the personal industry, personal development industry for 60-something years, right? And yes. you share some of the principles from the 50s, which are still applicable to now. However, That's... we align them with the current times. You're not That's operating correct. like we are still in that time, if that makes sense. Now that I just yes. talked about one of my dear coaches and mentors, Bob Proctor, who has just passed away as at the time of this recording, I just would love to hear from you, Lynn, who have been your top three most influential coaches and mentors? Oh, wow. Top three. All right. I will start with you, Joanne, because <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting here and talking about the success of my business without your, your help, your support all the time. From the minute I decided that I wanted you to help me and you have gone all in and you have inspired you whilst I'm building my business and I see you, you never stop. You are showing up. You are visible. You're everywhere. <laughs> Thank you, you, you inspire me to be more. And, um, and, and I just love that. I love your work ethic. When it's time to work, it's time to work. When it's time to laugh, it's time to love. You know, like the Bible says, there's seasons for everything. Yes. And you know your seasons. So I I definitely have taken that away from you. My next one um, is, is Justin Capon. Oh, I <laughs> love that guy. He's amazing. I am, um, you know, We've come up with so much ideas, but at the moment, because we are working on my Instagram marketing program, mm -hmm. we say, okay, we're going to start with this one. But we've got so many ideas, things that we work together. And when we have the session, we just, you know, on a roll and we come up with different things. So we're going to be doing a lot of stuff. And I, I enjoy working. He, I, I, again, I love his work ethic. I love how he puts his family first. He's a family first um, guy. He's a, he's a God first and family as well um, next. 
and I, I like that about that about him and um, and all the ideas he brings to my you know in my space and I want to explore in the future. And the third one is Jojo Jojo Graham. She's a um, kick but <laughs> mentor, <laughs> business mentor. I love her. I love her style. I love her yeah, ethic as well, work ethic, and. Um, Yes, those are the most three that I, I like that because I I have got to experience them. I experience you, do one experience uh, just experience um, Jojo. I have enjoyed and they've ta- you've taught me a lot. Uh, you know, as a businesswoman, what I should do, the strategies, not the fluff you find on YouTube, but the real strategies that I have to, you know, focus on for my business to grow. And of course, in in, in self-development, well, there are other people like uh, now the late Bob Proctor, Brendan Bouchard and uh, Bryn Brown as well. Yeah, there are some of the people that I admire and follow as well. Did you notice a trend there? Yeah. That your three top mentors' names all start with J. <laughs> oh, wow. And of course, yes. your CEO, Jesus. So there's a great yes. thing happening here, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's a great thing. I was like, wow, it just clicked to me. And that's so beautiful. And Lynn, I'm really honored and privileged that I get to work with you in such an intimate way. And what I love about you, Lynn, is your openness and transparency. And as you said, when we work, we work. I don't play. When we yeah. play, we play. I don't work. Like I'm able yeah. to jump between these. And that's mm. very similar to what you do as well. When it's time for working, Lynn is working. She doesn't want other shenanigans happening. And I no. think we have to really find that sweet spot between you know, your work and your play. So I want to hear from you, how do you balance it all out, Lynn? Because here you are running the business. Here you are, you're a mother. Here you are, you love a good life in London. You know, you have all these different passions that you also love outside your work. How do you bring them all harmoniously together? Wow. I work on a schedule. Makes my life easy. <laughs> my alarms, my phone. I I know when my son needs, you know, when it's time to play. I know when it's time for him to have an afternoon nap. I know when it's time for us to go to the park. I know when it's time for him to eat and it's bedtime. And then I give myself time to, you know, to look at my stuff, see what I need to respond to. Even in the morning, I wake up early. Well, my son is still sleeping so that I can get some stuff done before he wakes up. And um, like I said, my, my husband works nine to five, but on the weekends, we try to make the most of them. We um, together do stuff as a family. Yeah, I, I give do give myself time out. <laughs> I'm not working 24-7 no, or seven days a week. I try to uh, have time out, especially on the weekends when my um my husband is, is around and we are doing stuff. Yeah. I love that, Lynn. So I want to hear from you as we wind this interview up. What does the next level on purpose mean to you? As being bold. That's my word this year. That's what it means. Growing big, bold. <laughs> bold. Yes. <laughs> That's my next level on purpose, growing big, bold, bold, everything, you know, making bold decisions, just going for it uh, in a nutshell. So that's what it looks like, not being scared, just being my authentic self, letting God lead first. And then I just have to follow him, let him steer and then me following and just being bold and just go for it. Not looking sideways or compare myself with other people because I am, you know, running this journey with with my God by my side. Whom shall I fear? Why should I be afraid? Will yeah. fear add any extra hours to my life? No. So I'm going in boldly. Yes, and Lynn, we would definitely of course, I follow you, but I know my audience will absolutely fall in love with you and they would love to follow you. We will definitely add your links in the show notes, so worry not. But tell us quickly where we can find you so that we can, as we listen to this 
episode, we can quickly run to Instagram, we can run to Facebook or whichever way you want us to reach you. But of course, all this information will be shared with the audience properly. That's great. Thank you for that. You can find me on Instagram. It's Lynn, L-Y-N-N-K official. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn as well. It's Lynn K official. On Twitter, Lynn K official. <laughs> Everywhere. Facebook, Lynn K official. Yes, but uh, you will find me m- mainly on Instagram. There you go. What a wonderful episode we have had. And I just want to thank you, Lynn, for showing up so strongly. As you said, I've seen you really getting ballsy this year, getting bold, getting confident, and really taking the bull by the horns in every way, literally and figuratively. And I want to say this, Lynn, and to our audience, being able to run a successful business, being able to run a home that is functioning well, being able to be in alignment with God and walking in full alignment with your purpose requires intentionality. And that's what this Mm -hmm. podcast is about. The next level on Papa's podcast helps you to take full authority of the gifts that you've been given and really learn to monetize them and not only monetize them, but be in a place where you're so confident of what it is that you have to offer the world that you have no doubt whatsoever that success is inevitable, that there is another level with your name on it. Because when you're walking in alignment with your purpose, when you're doing what it is that you've been put here to do, and then you have the right mentorship and the right support, what can you not do? That is the recipe for your next level on purpose. So until the next episode, Lynn and I will love you and leave you. It has been such an intense honor, Lynn, again, having you. And I'll just have you at this point give us your last parting shot before we wind it up. Oh, yes. Thank you for having me. Uh, It's been such a great episode and I've enjoyed myself hanging out with you. Thank you so much. My parting shot, you are who God says you are. Don't let the internet define who you are be your authentic self success comes with time it comes with effort and comes with time might not happen tomorrow might not happen next week remember slow growth is still growth stay consistent jesus was consistent (laughs) in everything he did here on earth You have to be consistent. Take action. God will meet you there. If we want God to help us, we have to meet him halfway. So we have to keep taking action and never give up. You've had it. There you go. Never, ever, ever give up. Thank you, Lynn, once again. It's been such an honor and such a pleasure having you. Can't wait to see you again on these streets. I love you and leave you.